Good evening. Today is June 1st, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is Into Action, Step 5. And our speaker tonight is Brandy. Thank you, Brandy. Hmm. Um, hi, I'm Brandy. I'm a recovered compulsive reader, and I'm from Alberta, Canada. Um, Let's start with some pictures. Let's qualify me a bit to be here. Um, so I'm going to share my screen with you people. Can you see it? Yeah. Okay, good. So this was probably um, me at my top weight. Um, so about 11 years ago. Um, this is how I live most of my life is in that body. Um, and that's just another one that my, at my top weight, um, <laughs> I always love this picture because it's like, it's in LA. It was like the classic compulsive reader move. It was like, I told my roommate at the birthday party, I said, okay, so like, this is it for me. Like, this is the time I need you to take before and after pictures because all it was to me was about weight. Um, and I'd love to tell you that that time was the time, but it wasn't. And I ended up back in relapse. I think I stayed clean for a little bit. Um, so this is more what I am like today. It was the smallest I've ever been in a very long time. It's me and my husband. And this was when I went, this was my most recent rate. Like, so I have been clean um, for since September 13, 2019. So um, it's, you know, over 20 months. Um, but I've been in program since I was 16 years old. And I have struggled in these rooms. Um, and a lot of the reasons why I struggled is because I didn't follow the directions that were given to me. I thought I had, you know, I thought I had the answers and um, I didn't want to do it the way that it was explained. You know, I, I wanted to add things to it or take things away. And what I know today is that that just doesn't work. I will fall flat on my face every time if I try and be in control of the outcome or I try and maneuver things the way that I think is fit. Um, so I'm just going to stop screening and sharing. So um, all of this is meal planning. <laughs> um, it is something that I do a lot of because I believe I don't know how to get to, sorry, I need to figure this out. Oh no, I need to, can somebody stop sharing my screen? Can the host do that? Okay, so, oh my, sorry guys, my screen's all messed up. Oh, there, there, good, thank you. So anyways, I'm just, I'm just rolling in from the lake. And so this is why I look like this. Um, but I'm committed, I was committed to doing this service for the lovely Amy. And so here I am, my energy kind of feels a bit low. So I just need to be honest with that. Um, but I want to talk to you today about step five. Um, you know, I have a lot kind of going on here, because I actually 
work step five may be a little bit different than um, than some do. Um, you know, I don't think I can talk about step five without talking about a bit about step four. Um, and so, you know, for me, step four is like, I'm going to look at my resentments. I'm going to look at my fears and I'm going to look at my harms and my sex conduct. And the way that I've been taught to do it is to, um, you know, I'm just going to give you an example. So, you know, I'm resentful at my employee and why, um, you know, and this is where I stop pretending that I'm a nice person and just say how I fucking feel because, oops, this is recorded. Sorry. Um, I, I need, I need to tell a person, you know, like I need to exact say exactly the way I feel like I don't hold back. Um, and so, you know, this person, the reason why I'm the, the cause is because he, um, um, he acts like he's a baby when he, when I spoke to him about his performance, he's lazy. He talks more than he works. He makes it seem like he's perfect, but he's not. He hides things from me. He's a liar. And when I say these out loud to you guys, I'm like, oh, sounds like someone else I know in my disease. Um, and then I need to look at like, what is it affecting in me? So, you know, it's affecting my self-esteem, my security, you know, it, he needs to do a good job or else I look bad as, as his boss. Um, my ambitions, you know, I, I don't want to keep putting time into this person. And my personal relations, you know, I like him, but he's starting to piss me off. And then I need to look at like column four and column four is like, so where am I at fault? Where am I to blame? What are my mistakes? This is where Brandy needs to get real. This is a moral inventory. It's not, you know, it's an objective assessment of my life of my character defects. It's looking at the damages my addiction has caused in these relationships of mine or in interactions with other people. And so, you know, I, I need to get down to like the causes and conditions and like in this, it's like arrogance. There's arrogance all over it for me. Um, you know, I'm suspicious. I'm thinking, oh, we're working up from home. He's not doing what he needs to do and, you know, just I'm self-righteous. I think that I know best. And, you know, I haven't taken any time to ask this person if they're okay. I just have all these assumptions that I've made. Um, you know, I'm being dishonest. I'm being intolerant and inconsiderate. And, you know, I'm being resentful and I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of like looking bad or not him, not helping us meet our goals. And, you know, I want to gossip. I gossip to my husband about him. And, you know, that's still the way I show up, even though I'm a recovered person. But in that, like, I look at that. So that's my resume as an addict. Like, this is how I show up. Here's my resume. I am a intolerant, not a very kind person. And so I go through step four, you know, I go through column four. Um, but I also have a column five. I need to look at, you know, how would God, what would God have me be in, in each situation on my steps, on step four? 
And, you know, in those things, like when I'm arrogant, God wants me to show up as humble, you know? And so what I do is I, I look at the, where am I like in my defects and where is, where is God in this? And that, and that now today is my new resume, you know, like for the most part. Um, but when it's, when I'm acting in, you know, my self-righteous selfishness, then I can do a 10 step. But for the purposes of this, you know, this is where the change started to happen for me is in step four and five, because I started to look at how was I showing up? This is not somebody else's inventory. This is my inventory. And so when I'm doing, you know, a step five now or with my sponsees, we're looking, like I say, make it small. I don't need you to read me everything since you were two years old. Like I I need, I want to know the big ones. Tell me about like five or six, because I'm there with a pen writing down the pattern, you know, and my sponsor did the same with me. We wrote down the pattern and like, I'm an arrogant, I show up as very arrogant. That's one of my things. Dishonest. You know, there was five top ones that kept repeating and repeating and repeating. And so I'm looking for those patterns in my, in my step five. And Like, I don't need to tell you 18 pages before you can figure out how I've been showing up, right? Like, to me, that just gets too much into the story. I don't need to be in the story. I need to be in the character defects. What do I need to look at? What does God need to change? You know, here, God, here you go. I'm struggling with this. I can't do it. And so that's how, that's how I work. Like, that's how I do my step fours. And then you know, I'm just going to read some stuff out of the, of the directions in the big book around step five. So, you know, we're going to admit to God, to ourselves and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. And so for me, I'm going to, I'm going to want to find somebody who's going to understand what I'm doing here. You know, I don't want somebody who's going to say, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. Like, don't worry about it. You know, I want, I need to be hard on myself in this stuff. Um, and the exact nature of our wrongs, like, it's like, I need to see what was my motive? What was my motive? Like, was my motive dishonest? Was my motive selfish? Because typically that's what it is. I'm not, I'm afraid of losing what I have or not getting what I want. And so, you know, it says having made our personal inventory, what shall we do with it? We've been trying to get a new attitude. So my new attitude is God's will. Like that's what, that's the new attitude that I want. I want to show up as God would have me be. And I want to show up just like him, you know, like I am, he's my new employer. So new relation. So I'm trying to get a new relationship. Thank you. New relationship with my creator. I need to discover the obstacles in my path. So if I don't look at my parts and I don't look at how, you know, I was how I've been interacting and, you know, relating to people and all those things that I'm not seeing the obstacles. Like these are the things I eat about. These are the reasons why I eat is because I'm an asshole and I show up like that. If I'm not in recovery, even though sometimes I'm really nice and I, you know, my intentions are good and I'm going to like be your best friend. And, but you mess with me. And I'm going to like, you will feel the wrath of Brandy. Like that, that's the way it was, you know, you may not feel it that day, but you're going to feel it like down the road when I'm, when I've had all these built resentments, I'm going to blow. And so 
that's the way I lived. And that's not, I can't live like that. I can't live like that today. Um, and so we admitted certain defects, which is in column four. We have ascertained in a rough way what our trouble is. We have put our fingers on the weaker items in our personal inventory. Now, so I need to do this fast. These are about to be casted out. This requires action on our part. And so this is an action program. I sat on my ass a lot in this program and did not put any action in. You would tell my sponsors or whoever was working with it would tell me to do stuff. And I'd be like, mm, yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll, I'll so do it. I never did it. I, I didn't. Um, because it obviously wasn't bad enough. And so um, when we, so I'm going to complete that. And when, when I've completed it, it will mean that I've been admitted to God to, to ourselves and to another human being, the exact nature of our defects, um, which brings us to the fifth step in recovery. And so again, like this is a moral inventory. It's not a psychological profile. You know, I'm not like, I'm not going there. It's like, get to the facts. So in the next part of the directions in the big books, it says that it's perhaps difficult to discuss our defects. It's perhaps difficult to see our defects, which is why I think it's so important for a sponsor to be really listening when we're doing these fifth steps with people, because some people don't see it. I didn't see it. I needed somebody to help me point it out. You know, after doing a, you know, millionth step five, because I've been in program forever, like probably the last five I've done. Yeah, I've seen them because this is my way of life. But people that are new or people that, you know, are, this is a newer way of doing things, they need help to see the defects and think of things in a different way. Um, some of my best fifth steps were with people who like just, you know, really gave me some good grounded, like, here, did you see this? Did you, did you, did you hear yourself say that? Like, you know, and so I, I can't stress enough that I think it's so important that like, we don't just sit there silent, that we, if, if somebody's struggling with seeing their part, let's help them. Um, so it says here that if we skip this vital step, um, we may not overcome drinking or eating. Um, you know, I, I've skipped this step in the past and I've held on some, to some of my worst stocks and trade. And this time I just knew I couldn't afford to do that anymore. And it all went in and I was scared, but you know, I'm not scared today. God's taking care of it. You know, there was some scary stuff on there. There was some big financial amends. And because I'm selfish, self-centered, you know, I justified why I should have that money. And today I, you know, I just can't afford to do that. Like I need to live in honest and like in integrity, um, which is not the way that I was living in my disease. So another thing that, you know, was, was pointed out to me when doing my fifth step is that I need to also take things to the properly appointed authority. So, you know, if I'm doing, if I'm pissed off at somebody in program, it's not really appropriate for me to say their name if the other person knows that person, you know, or if like I've hurt somebody, you know, I probably need to go to like a lawyer. If I have medical issues, I need to probably go to a doctor. 
Um, you know, if, if it's like mental issues, maybe I need to see a therapist, like us as sponsors, we're not therapists. We're not, you know, mission makers or, you know, we can't fix people. And so that was something I learned. Like, you know, when I had this financial amends, which happened to be to a bigger agency, I had to go to the properly appointed authority. My sponsor couldn't, thank you. My sponsor couldn't do that for me. Um, and so, you know, I, I look at just making sure that we're, like I said, making sure that we're talking to the right person, you know, and, and, and somebody who's recovered because we want to make sure that they can handle what we're, what we're going to tell them, you know, so you wouldn't want to tell a fifth step to somebody in, or I wouldn't, it's somebody in the disease, you know, I want somebody who's recovered doing this with me. Um, and so we've written our inventory, prepared for a long talk. We pocket our pride and go to it, eliminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. I had to be willing to do that because if I'm not willing to do that, then I'm still keeping secrets. I'm not going to recover if I have secrets, you know, that may be the dubious luxury for other people. But I know that it's pretty clear to me that if I have any sort of human emotion or any sort of feelings going on, like something needs to be done with those because that's why I will pick up the food. And it may not be today, but if I let that shit build up, it will, it will come out sideways in the food or in some other addiction. Um, and then if we look at the, so I'm not, the five step, the fifth step promises so once we have taken this step withholding nothing, we are delighted. We can look the world in the eyes. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have spiritual experience. The feeling that the food problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We feel we are on the broad wave, walking, broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. Um, that was my experience, you know, I felt so much clearer. I didn't have to, like, I didn't have, you know, it was like huge weights came off me, you know, and not literally, it was like all that stuff that I've been carrying around and, you know, and the stuff I was so scared about worked out to just be okay. And so I didn't, you know, I, I believe all those things are really blocks from me and God, like that separates us. And so today, because there's no blocks, like we have a direct line of communication, like there's a direct power that I can access. And doing the fifth step, you know, is, is a huge part of this program. And, and I know people get really scared about it. Um, but today it does, it's not, it's for me, it's like, I do a ton of fifth steps. If something keeps coming up on my 10 steps, you know, or my nightly reviews, then I need to look at going through, you know, four, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, and then living 10, 11, and 12. Like I have to go back. Um, if it's just, you know, if it's hanging on and, or, or I pray for that person. I pray for the people. Um, I do that a lot as far as like the 14 day prayer. Um, but as far as the, the fifth step goes, um, I, 
I mean, I hope that this was helpful. I just kind of threw some stuff together. I didn't have much time, but um, this is how this is how I work it. You know, it's like this is how I put one foot in front of the other, and you know, this is how I did it. This is how my sponsees are doing it, and um, yeah. And what's so cool is just like the happiness that I see once we get through that. You know, like it's like like I said, the weights come off. So with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Oh, thank you, Brandy. No, I, I love a good, that was real. I appreciate the realness of that. Um, okay, so we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares as this has a big book study sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step that's being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone, and the Zoom host, Kira, will call raised hands in order. Uh, with the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. Thank you, Kira. And thank you, Eileen. Thank you, Melissa. Um, thank you, Brandy. Our first hand raise is Janet Z. Hi guys, so good to see you. Brandy, thank you so much for your lead. I related so much. Um, I think um, those of you who know me have heard me talk about this, but um, I had an ancient resentment that was just festering and um, halfway through my sixth year of abstinence during the pandemic, I became what I refer to as abstinish. And um, I gained weight and um, was hiding it from myself. And then when I, when I had to put on regular clothes, <laughs> I got on the scale and I was really shocked and I had a reset and I started my abstinence over and now I'm entirely abstinent since October 19th of 2020 and I am so so grateful but what happened for me was I did my steps over and when I got to my fourth step and I got to this resentment it was, um, it was a big financial um, repayment and I made the commitment and I made the plan of when, from what, how long it was gonna take me to save that money up. And when I wrote that check, like everything changed for me. And like more than three times that amount of money came into me in one week like two weeks later. And I don't know that it works that way. It just happened in my situation. I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't like go out and start writing checks to people in the, <laughs> in the hopes that it was going to triple. But that was what happened for me. And I'm so grateful and um, just love this program so much, love this book so much. And I will be getting off the meeting a few minutes early to make dinner for my family, but um, I'm so glad I was here to hear you, Brandy, because I totally related. And, you know, it goes without saying, you know, 
I can be an asshole too. <laughs> so I pass with that. Thank you, Janet. The next hand we have raised is Faye. Hi, thank you so much. Um, can you guys hear me okay? Good, thank you. Um, sorry, I'm on without video. I've been eating my dinner and um, wasn't going to participate, but I have to because Brandy, what an awesome qualification. Um, I wish I could say I related to it more because uh, I grew up in a beauty shop in Texas <clears throat> and it was all about, well, you know, we're just nice. Everything is great and we're just great and everything is nice. And so I, all my, I mean, obviously I'm an asshole too. We're all assholes. You know, this is like the human condition, right? But but I was never in touch with it because I have so little experience with really feeling and expressing my feelings. And the big message of my childhood was, well, if you're going to be ugly, you go do it in your room. You know, and ugly was like angry or sad or really anything other than like lovely and pleasant. So <clears throat> go figure I developed, you know, go figure that I learned how to eat compulsively to kill these feelings because I have so little experience with expressing them or even being aware of them, let alone like processing them. So your authenticity and honesty just touched me so much. It's just beautiful um, and exciting. And I know that that's what recovery offers me. It offers me a chance to be authentic and to feel and process my feelings because, you know, everything looked really sweet and great on the outside, but on the inside, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, I understand why this is happening, you know, bless her heart. She's just going through a hard time. And then I would just gossip and lie and manipulate and just, I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to run the show. And, and I don't want to eat my feelings and I don't want to, I want to recover. So I'm just so grateful that you're all here. I'm really thankful for the program. And um, yeah, so thanks for letting me share. Thanks. Thank you, Faye. Would anyone else like to share during this recorded segment? Oh, Susan? Hi, I'm Susan Recovery Compulsive Overeater. Brandy, thank you so much. Um, so, interaction, having made our personal inventory, what shall we do about it? Well, we'd like to run and hide and grab our passports and leave the country. But by the time I got here, I already had developed a relationship with my sponsor, had started to build upon a relationship with God and had really started to experience freedom, mainly from the weight, definitely. And 
you know, it talks about here this vital step we may not overcome drinking. And that's the ultimate, right? That's the ultimate guillotine that I might not overcome it. Everything that they've told me so far has been amazing. If I do this precisely, if I do that, if I do a little meditation, all of these things, if I don't do that, on 73, it tells me about that delusion one more time. And I'm paraphrasing, I'm only going to think I've lost my egoism and fear. They only think, Susan, that you have humbled yourself. But this is really it, right? Uncover, discover, discard. And anybody here has heard things I've said, better, worse, no different. So if you are scared of doing this, it changes everything. And I can only say from my own experience, it gives more and more freedom. And as somebody said, you know, holding on to them, you know, those four impediments, right? A resentment, a secret I will not tell because you've never heard anything like the things I've done, a vicarious thrill, and that unwillingness to make restitution. And we all, you know, I can only speak for myself, had some very shameful things in my life. And over the years, I've done other deeper inventories because I've wanted to reset my ideals on certain things. And even though I've sweated all the way through saying them to somebody else, I have lived and it has strengthened my relationship with the God of my understanding. And it really has given me a new pair of glasses each time that I do it. And I always love their words. They say we pocket our pride and go to it, illuminating. I mean, you want to illuminate, I think about the Vegas Strip or going down Broadway in New York where all the lights on. Not every twist of my awful character at the time or every dark cranny of the past. And yet, you know, you have to get out the light, right? You really, really have to go there. You can spring clean just a little bit or you can really, really clean house. So from my own experience, again, this really brought me to having that entire psychic change, that emotional rearrangement that promises me an appendix too. So thank you again, and thank you all for being here and listening. Thank you so much, Susan. Next, we have Amalia. Um, hi, Amalia, compulsive overeater. Um, thank you so much for your share, Brandy, um, or qualification. Uh, I really am just like happy that you like you're talking about step five and also like step four. Um, <clears throat> I think like I I one thing I really liked that you said um, was like, and I actually wrote it down, which like I never write notes, but I was like, this is this is important because um, when you're talking about like the fifth column in step four, um, you're talking about like how you you not only write down like the defect that's responsible for you know the resentment the fear whatever um but like what like god would have you be which is like what the big book says but anytime i do like a mini step four i never think to like think about like the opposite of what the defect is um so i think you said like you were like arrogant was the defect but like what does god want you to be and that would be like humble um and i think that really really um is just something that like I've read I've heard but I just I don't do it often um and I think I often struggle to like you know I'll do a step four I'll write a god letter or whatever but it's like I recognize the defect I recognize like where the disease is kind of like 
getting in the way of my ability to live like a quote unquote normal person. Um, and I'm able to like, you know, recognize that, but a lot of times like, and I, and I pray like to have God remove the defect and whatever, but I'm not like, it's not, I'm not focusing on like what I should be doing, like what God wants me to actually do or be. Um, so I, I don't know. I really liked that. And also I just really like appreciated how like honest you were. Um, and just, you know, the authenticity in your share. Um, cause I think that is something that like, you know, my disease personally, like does not want me to do, you know, I want to, you know, keep my guard up and, um, have my ego be built up and have all this pride, um, and have people be like, Oh, like you're so great. Um, but that is the disease that is, you know, exactly what my disease wants for me to think that I'm incredible and I don't need to be here and that I'm better than everyone else. So, so, so grateful to hear your share. Um, also just to hear everyone else sharing as well. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Amalia. Next we have Maxine. Hi. Hi, I'm Maxine. I'm Maxine. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, thank you, everyone, for your shares. And Brandy, you said something in your share about um, getting to step five. Maybe I'm mistaken. Uh, getting to step five and doing it fast was that something that? Because I've and I've heard that before in other meetings. You know, step one, step two, step three. Boom, do the fourth step. Boom, five. Boom, you're recovered. I'm like, what happened to me? I don't know. Like, it just I've done my step. Five, I'm working on six. It's a lot. I mean, oh my God. I'm like, I never worked this hard in school for, with some of these things that they've given me to do. I mean, it's like self-analysis. I, oh my God. I just, I can't sit and do it all like quickly. Uh, it takes me time. I have, you know, adult onset ADD. I, I, I have to read things like five times before I get it. I mean, I've read the big book for 10 years and there are still things I don't know about, you know. So how do you do it fast? How do you get to that where it's like you just have it all, you're focused and doing it? I mean, how? Thanks, Maxine. So um, for me, it was... I knew that I only had so long that I would be able to have the food down. Mm -hmm. And so I worked it very quickly. However, some of my sponsees are not as quick, you know, some are right in there, like cannot, like they're holding on by the skin of their teeth. Right. And so they're, they're, they're going, but for me, I base our pace on the person that I'm working with. I mean, if I see that people honestly, like, I don't know if the fastest way is the best way. Like I've really succumbed to the fact that I don't know, that's just what worked for me. I don't know what's going to work for someone else. So if somebody else is needs to take some more time, I mean, if it's getting ridiculous, then we need to look at that. But if they need a little more time, then like as a sponsor, I'm going to, I'm going to accommodate that. Um, but I think what I also said was in the fifth step, like to make it small, 
And so not that we don't go into like tons of story and just like, you know, and that the fifth step doesn't have to be me on the phone with somebody for hours and hours and hours, right? Like, it's like, okay, I think I've heard enough. I, I, we can see your character defects. And so um, that's, that's kind of how I do it. But I think, you know, as a sponsor, we got to meet people where we, where they are as well, you know, like maybe you can stay clean and, and, and be able to go through the work a little slower. But I just know for me that that didn't, I had to do it quick. I was calling my sponsor and saying, okay, let's go. Let's like, I'm done. Let's, you know, cause I was just scared. I wanted to, I wanted to recover. I appreciate that. I, I, I get it. I, I've gotten it before in, you know, another program, it was very, I mean, I didn't even know what my defects were. So I had my, my girlfriend told me, uh, this is your, she rattled them off. I was like, oh, those are defects of character. Hmm. Very good. You know, so that's how uh, things just go over my head, but I definitely uh, have to get up, move on it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandy and Maxine. Um, next we have Amy B. Um, hi, Amy B. Um, recovered compulsive overeater. Thanks everybody doing service. Brandy, thank you so much um, for speaking on step five. I actually have a question for you. When you were talking about um, as the sponsor, writing down the pattern, finding the five top ones, helping them understand their part. Do you have any qualifying questions if a person is having difficulty teasing out their part? Do you have any sort of leading just any suggestions for that to sort of help tease that out. Thank you so much. So it's really dependent on the situation, but like a lot of times when people aren't seeing their part, like I'll ask them the question, like, so do you think that that person was spiritually sick? Do you think that maybe like, what do you, can you cross the road? Can you see what it was like, like maybe for them? So I try and like, you know, tease that stuff out, like, as far as like, let's, let's cross the road, you know, like, for example, my sponsor said to me, I, to me with some of the stuff with my husband, I was like, well, I don't think I really did it. Like, I, I don't think it's like, I'm not seeing this. And she's like, so what would it feel like to be talked to that way? What would it, you know, and so and as soon as she said that, I could kind of like be like, oh, yeah, I was doing this. And I, you know, I wasn't being honest and, you know, as being passive aggressive. And so I could like, you know, I just really try and go back to the situation of like also what happened and what, you know, like, let's see how maybe that made you feel like made the other person feel. And I think that what really helped me is understanding that we're just all spiritual sick human beings and like you know so that made the hate kind of be less like in some of my stuff so yeah I hope that helps thank you Brandy next we'll have Ori and then I'll end the recording hey Brandy so I got a question for you what do you do when some of those defects of character the, the more stubborn ones are showing up, right? Like, how do you, how, how, you know, when they, like, like for instance, superiority or, you know, like low self-esteem or thing, you know, those defects, the harder ones that just, just want to stick around. 
how do you how do you deal with that um and how do you feel about yourself when those things come up thanks sorry i like the white glasses you can fly <laughs> um so as far as so one character defect that really still pops up again, surprise, surprise, is selfishness for me. Like, really want my way. Like, I want things to be like, and, and fear, like I, those two things, like, and, and so it drives my behavior, right? And so those are things where I'm like, like, so I'll just give you an example. We have a cabin. Um, I wanna be able to use the cabin every single weekend. Um, we share it with our brother and my brother-in-law and now my sister-in-law who's who's outcasted with the family now wants to make amends and I don't want them to make amends with her because I don't want her to use the cabin and so you know I need to look at like how do I feel I feel like an asshole a bit um, I feel like you're recovered. You shouldn't be thinking that way. You should be kind and loving and you should just, you know, what would God and God to me is love. So what would God do in this situation? God would spread love. God would forgive God, you know, and I know all those things, right. But so what did I have to, you know, this has been popping up for me probably the last like four or five days since she sent the text to my husband. And so one thing I did last night was I do, so I do the seven step prayer at night. And I say to God, I say, God, like I was in dishonesty. I tried to convince Jason that, you know, maybe he shouldn't text her or like, how dare she? Like, look how she talked to you. Like, you know, I tried to convince him that it wasn't a good idea because it's self-seeking, right? Even though that like my motives may seem good because yeah, like why would you want somebody to talk to you that way? But, and what God said to me was, this is none of your business you can't say another word about this. It is none of your business. Today, again, it came up, you know, for me, I didn't say anything, but it's in my head. And so again, it was like, God, it's here again. I am powerless over these things. Like, and another thing, like, I mean, obviously what we're talking about is character defects. So part of me, I was always like, I can't, I was fighting the character defects, just like I was fighting the food. So to put down the food. And then when I got to step six, I'm like trying to put down these character defects and like trying so hard not to have them. And then I realized I'm like, oh wait, no, I am powerless over these two. And so uh, it's a daily thing for me that, you know, and, and I have to do 10 steps and it's just continually. And then eventually I'm going to do the right thing in this situation. And I'm going to say, there's probably needs to be some forgiveness, right? Like once God gets me there, I'm not there right now, but maybe he'll get me there, you know? So yeah. That's three minutes. <laughs>